0: Welcome everyone to another edition of Coach James Short Podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Wow, what an opportunity we have this morning. Great to have online the uh, legend herself, uh, Legal Eagle, the, uh, the, the... lady who's moving and shaking the, uh, the legal world, Stacey Smith from Vivid Legal. Gonna be talking about this morning today about the new changes to contract laws out there in the environment. So uh, I've known Stacey for, for a number of years now and just incredible on how she does her thing. She just really understands clients, their needs what they really need to really leverage and scale their business and how to actually protect them along that journey. So it's great to have uh, Stacey online this morning and welcome Stacey. Thank you very much. Good morning. Excellent. Excellent. So let's give the, the, Stacey, let's give the listeners a, a little bit of a brief history about yourself and how you've got to where you are today and your, your journey. So if you want to in just in a couple of minutes, just give us a bit of a background.
1: Yeah, sure. Look, you know, the boring traditional journey of a lawyer is is where I started my journey from uh, a little bit later in life. But, you know, you know, working for big city firms, uh, getting my experience in the corporate commercial world and intellectual property, which has been my baby for 20 plus years, um, and really sort of gap there, you know, uh, where small businesses just really weren't being looked after. Those big city firms, with really clever strategic thinking and ideas just uh, weren't set up to to help small businesses in a way that actually allowed small businesses to use that. So a few years back, I set up my own practice Vivid legal with the whole aim to find a way to bring protection and proactive legal strategies to small businesses to help them build bigger, better businesses and actually get the help that they need without it being that that scary ride that most people see working with a lawyer would be.
0: Yeah, fantastic. So before we jump into the whole changes of contract laws, what have you noticed, though, for those businesses who don't, I guess, put their hand up and go, Stacy, I need some help? What do you notice? Where, what challenges do they face? And what does that ultimately lead to for challenges in their business?
1: Yeah, look, it's a great question. It's a great point. And it's something, the biggest thing I'll say that I noticed is people just don't know what they need to know. And, and that's the biggest um, downfall for small businesses is that they don't have resources to tap into just to ask that simple question, what do I need to be thinking about right now? And so they, they run along with their head in the sand, just hoping that nothing will go wrong for them or thinking, well, it won't happen to me. And if you're not proactive about this stuff, you know, my whole practice is about being proactive, getting in front of the problem, getting things in place to help reduce the problem or the impact of that problem on your business. Uh, And if you don't do that, what I see happen is people then chasing their tail, trying to fix a problem after the fact. And that's always uh, more expensive, takes more time, and takes more importantly the focus away from the growth of your business. Which means that everything grinds to a halt, and you've got money going out the door to deal with a problem that's already happened. When you know, in hindsight, you know, kept in hindsight here, um, if you had something in place there, which which could have dealt with that that problem, even something as small as putting in place the process to go through to deal with a problem, it, it reduces the impact on your business. And you know, I, I hate seeing people really struggling dealing with issues as they arise and it's business let's face it problems are going to arise Uh, and it's just simply a lack of knowledge that there are ways to reduce the impact or prevent the problems arising in the first place
0: totally i think you really hit the nail on the head like the prevention rather than the whole cure element and just that focus because you know business owners out there entrepreneurs out there they, they they love having that those sprints, but that that focus. But then if something sidelines it, they're, they're, then the whole focus shifts and then they, they really take their eye off what they're supposed to be doing um, is that you know growing and, and, and leading their business. So yeah, so true, they're so true. So on the flip side though, when someone comes to you and they go, you know what, I only know what I know. I know I need an expert in this area like yourself. What do you notice? What's the shift in themselves personally as a business owner and therefore their business once they sort of go, you know what, help me
1: yeah that's exactly right it's both the business owner as a person and their business which is a really interesting thing because people don't see law as being you know assisting you as a person to grow but what it does you know personally what it what it does when people get some help get some advice understand better what could go wrong and what can they do to stop that going wrong or to reduce the impact what happens to them personally is that suddenly that burden that's been sitting on their shoulder the what if i call it that sits on their shoulder and actually stops them from allowing themselves and their businesses to grow because they're just so unsure of what might happen and so they don't take that big leap and that big step and as you just mentioned entrepreneurs and business owners love having those springs love having the momentum and that that momentum and the opportunities that it brings is what people see when they get this right they're ready for opportunities when they step in front of them they don't need to stop everything and go get ready in which case the opportunity may be gone people who are, are being proactive and getting this stuff in mind are in place in the first place they have the mindset that they, they know they're ready to go as soon as that comes along or they're pushing it forward because the fear of the unknown is no longer there for them uh, in terms of the business the growth that the business can see both because the owner is pushing the business forward without fear anymore but also because it's actually just set up in a way that things are already very clear-cut the processes are in place the systems are in place and the protections are in place so the business is allowed to grow and and it's really exciting seeing that when people get it right what lands in their lap and the way that they're able to to drive their business forward is really exceptional it's really exciting.
0: Oh, that's unreal. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So let's unpack it all. What, what are the changes to the new contract laws? And how is that going to impact on business owners out there?
1: Yeah, cool. So look, there's a variety of different ways to protect your business. This is just one of many, but it's something that arose late last year. Uh, Changes came into place in relation to contracts between business-to-business businesses. So, you know, I know that a lot of your listeners um, have business-to-business businesses. And what it means is that no longer can you have a standard contract that might be a customer contract. It might be terms and conditions. It might be invoicing terms. You know, It's anything that has standard terms between yourself and another party and what the changes now say is that they can't be unfair so one party essentially it's, it's common sense don't be Don't be baffled by the legalness of it. It really is just common sense. If one party has what would be seen as an unfair advantage over the other party and the other side doesn't get to do anything about it, either they don't have an equivalent right or they don't have a right to respond, such as getting out of that contract, then that would be considered unfair. And what it means is that that contract then um, can be challenged. The consequences of that is that you have people refusing to pay you until they take you and your contract to the ACCC or to another body to have that reviewed, in which case you're not being paid for the work you've done. Um, it could be that your contract isn't enforceable at all and you lose the ability to, to do the work. If, if it's a fixed term contract, you might lose the contract which you've budgeted into your cash flow for the next 12 months. That that could simply be terminated, which is something you didn't anticipate. So, there's a lot of consequences to it. The, the thing to, to bear in mind here is that unfortunately most contracts are going to be skewed toward one party at this stage because we were allowed to do that the whole point was you know when you're drafting a contract for someone you're going to make it as favorable to them as you possibly can give that client the best rights they can so they can protect themselves they can enforce payment if they need to they can enforce rights to ip if that's part of what they have and contracts to date as they've been drafted have always favoured one party over another because it's been allowed. And now that the changes are in place, all of those contracts need to be reviewed. It may be that only a small change needs to be made to make sure that contract can't be challenged. But even that small review can result in you having, again, a clear run at your business knowing that you have an enforceable contract in your business that somebody can't
0: then go ahead and challenge. That's huge. I mean, the, the, the effect on cash flow and even canceling, as you said, canceling a contract and then, you know, someone's budgeted for that. Uh, that's a massive impact on, on business and can be very detrimental to, to any growth of any business.
1: Yeah. I, I see it a lot where people, people have the business practices in place and business practices are fantastic and you've got your process and you understand how money comes in and out of your business and what your growth plan looks like, even if it's only for the next say 12 months. Um, And if one little change in the law is able to impact those plans to such a big degree that suddenly all of that's out the window, it's a waste of your time, energy and money. So, you know, if there's a small step you can take in just having your contracts reviewed, the answer might be they're fine, excellent. The answer might be there's a small change needed. It doesn't need to be a big deal, uh, but it's really vitally important now that the changes are in place that, that, you know, people take the time and just get it checked out.
0: And so is there a timeframe in relations to when the government's going to go, you know what, there are no more exceptions. There are no oh, leeways. No, no, you've got it wrong. You need to fix it. Or is that started already?
1: It started already, mate. It's um, anything, so the 12th of November was the start date. So any contracts that were entered into before that date uh, won't necessarily be able to be challenged, but anyone who's got, so if you had a standard contract uh, in September and a client of yours entered into that on the 10th of September, then that contract will still be valid. But if the same contract was entered into in late November, then whoever entered into that contract from late from twelve November onwards will have the ability to challenge the contract. So it's only for newly entered contracts. It was not a question that any contracts that are already in place can be challenged. But a standard form contract is generally being entered into over and over and over with all new exactly that come to the door. So yeah,
0: exactly there. right. Mm-hmm. And so when we when you look at this review process how do you go about it what do you do and i guess how does someone go about reviewing their their contracts
1: yeah there are some there are a few really um obvious places to start and, and people can do this themselves so your listeners can sit down with their contract i appreciate that a lot of people look at a legal contract and it's all you know <laughs> different that.
0: language i
1: <laughs> know uh, we are really trying to be you know plain language which is one of the other reasons i started my firm was like come on guys. Um, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense if you don't understand what your contract says there's your starting point if you don't understand it you need to take it to somebody and get it rewritten in a way that you understand because if you don't know what your rights are because you can't read your own contract how's your client how can you expect your client to understand it either um, so that's the starting point. Make sure you understand what you're eating. Things to look out for are rights to terminate the contract. So if one of you has the right to terminate the contract and the other side doesn't have the same right, that might be a problem. If, one, if you have the right to, say, increase your prices during the contract and the other side doesn't have any response to that, so the response might be they can get out of the contract if the price goes up or uh, they, can, they have a right to negotiate different terms or the term might reduce if the price goes up so you know they've got to have some right to respond um so pricing is a big one look at that look at cancellation terms uh if there's no ability to cancel uh that can sometimes be a problem as well so that would be on a fixed term contract um, but usually there are some circumstances where you can where you can terminate the contract and um, the money needs to be given back but you need to sort of It's a question of thinking about the bigger picture and sort of saying, okay, great. If I were in the shoes of my customer, would this be something that I'd be worried about? Would this be something that I might find myself in a situation where I'm going, you know what, that's not fair. So as I said, it comes back to common sense, termination, pricing, cancellation, uh, and liability would be the last thing that they'd be looking at. So if you've got clauses in your, uh, if your listeners have clauses in the contracts, which limit the liability of them to their customer, um, or if they are the customer, if they're reading a contract, which has a, a clause, which uh, means that whoever's given them the contract doesn't have any liability under that contract, well, that's another type of clause, which may no longer be enforceable.
0: Wow, cool, excellent. Now, understanding our uh, the listeners out there, I know there will be a small percentage out there that will have had paper and pen probably re listen to this about three or four times and jot down all those points, which is great, fantastic, and I'll go away and go through that process. However, for the majority of business owners out there who go, I've, My eyes have just glazed over, I hear, but you know what? I'd much rather get out and keep on growing the business. Well, how can how can you assist for the the rest of the business owners out there to go, you know what, give them to me. I'll review it. You just focus on what you're good at. What's, what's the process that you go? How can, how can the listeners tap into that with you?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, so, look, we, we've put together an offer, given that this is such a big deal and it sort of impacts everybody, we put together a special offer to review contracts. So, you know, it's $4.95 for a review of a contract of up to 30 pages, uh, and that's the review and the, and the basic amendment of that. So, you know, most people only have one to two contracts in their business, um, you know, pop onto my website visitlegal.com.au and uh, you can just uh, sign up straight from there. You send me over your contract. I review it. We have a phone call so I can take you through, you know, what do I need to know? What's the background to this? What's going on in your business? Um, I'll take you through what I see as some red flags in your, in your contract and then we go ahead and make that amendment and then you're good to go and then you just continue to use that contract as your standard form contract
0: perfect and all that just to have that peace of mind and that clarity so you can focus on still growing your business and have that you know as i call the monkey on the shoulder gone back into the trees eating their bananas and you can focus on what you're really good at and that's leading and growing your business so awesome 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 really appreciate your time energy expertise this morning um thank you is there anything else that you want to throw in um, that we haven't covered this morning
1: Look, there's there's a bunch of stuff that I work in. Um, you know, a few key areas of protection. I think the biggest takeaway, um, if I could give to to business owners, is, is, um, always ask the question. Always surround yourself with people such as yourself, James, who um, have their own expertise but also have contacts of people in other fields of expertise because you're not you're not going to be an expert in everything as you as you keep saying you know, do the stuff that you're good at and surround yourself with the other people who are good at everything else and always ask the question it's always don't be afraid to say i don't know what i need to know here is there anything i'm missing because there's no shame in that it's a smart it's a smart move it's a strategic move and it can only help your business so always, always be asking questions
0: Awesome. Stacey Smith from vividlegal.com.au. Go and check out her site. Uh, awesome. Really appreciate time and energy this morning. Have a wonderful day guys out there and i uh, looking forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now.